morning or afternoon, evening, whenever you listen or watch this. Um, for those that listen on the podcast, welcome to Agent Talk. For those on IG, what's good? For those on YouTube, welcome, I guess. Uh, Joshua Grady here. And, you know, not really sure where to start. Um, we are in a sensitive time. I would say we are in a time that could possibly be something going down in the history books, Um, but we are also in a time that is not new. Um, What's going on right now in the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd um, by a police officer is something that almost seems all too familiar, to be quite honest. I think that we are seeing a lot more conversations being had, a lot more experiences being shared. However, I think it can be easy for us to forget that the world has always had instances of this nature. When everything first started happening, I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions uh, that I wanted to share, a lot of emotions based on the murder, based on protests, based on riots, based on reaction by people of all colors and creeds. Um, But then yesterday, I really just wanted to take a day, no, just a day, not to over the top, but to kind of sit back, see what God was telling me more than anything. Uh, for those that follow me, you know where I stand on the Lord. Uh, and initially, it was very easy for me to kind of get caught up in the culture, to get caught up in the news, in the media, in race, in just things of this world, things of the earth. But then being able to create a space for God, a space for him to talk to me, a space for me to be able to receive what he was trying to say. It has really given me slightly a twist on perspective of everything and a perspective that I think we all need to have. At the end of the day, this is not going to be the last murder, okay? It's the facts. At the end of the day, America was founded on racist ideologies. That's the facts. At the end of the day, racism in America is not going anywhere. It's not, it's just the truth. On both sides, white against black, black against white, black against black, white against white, certain against Hispanic, certain against Asian, Asian against whatever, Hispanic against whatever. At the end of the day, humans are evil and anything that we find our identity in, we are willing to die for. No different than American nationalists people who are America, no America, and then you go to war, 
or go wherever and we kill thousands, X amount of people just because we believe America is the best. No different than a white person believing being white is the best. No different than a black person thinking being black is the best. Someone that's Democrat will go to war against somebody that's Republican because they believe Democrat is the best. We see it with social class or uh, maybe that's not the right term, but wealth, whatever. A lot of rich people, not all, but a lot that are rich, that have a lot of money, look down upon those with less money. Whatever we find our identity in, we are willing to go to battle for. We are willing to die for. We are willing to kill for. We have seen that. That is perpetuated throughout all of history. Okay? So, to me, the issue, when we look at, you know, a police officer killing a black man, when we look at any, really any, any of these issues, right? What the problem is, is not the act. Yes, the act is sense, nonsensical. The act is senseless, is disgusting. But that is just a, the fruit right there. That is the fruit of underlying issues, okay? If you look, look at a tree, right? A tree produces fruit. But the fruit are, is not the root. Like, there are roots that are underground, that we can't see, that are watered, that at some point were planted, seeds were planted, they got some sunlight or put in certain soil that produced this growth that over months, over years, produces fruit. That's it, fruit. The human mind, Earl Nightingale, Stranger's Secret. If you've never listened to it, check it out. He likens the human mind to soil, essentially, or a, a, a farm. Whatever is planted, regardless if he uses the term nightshade, nightshade, deadly plant, right? If you plant a seed of nightshade, the fruit that is going to be produced I don't know if it produces fruit. I'm kind of paraphrasing. However, <clears throat> the point is, <clears throat> if we point these, if we plant these seeds of maliciousness, of hatred, into children, and they grow up, and these seeds continue to be watered by society, watered by the media, watered by parents, by peers, at some point that fruit is going to develop when you look at officer whatever his name is right at the end of the day there was a point where he was a baby he was a child didn't know any better didn't know any hatred didn't know race and certain seeds were planted in him that bore these fruit that we can see and that we saw on video okay for us, what we have to understand is trying to get rid of the fruit, trying to get rid of police brutality, trying to get rid of racism. If we are attacking the fruit, the roots don't go anywhere. You can pluck a tree of all the fruit. If the roots are still there, 
more fruit is going to occur. We have seen this time and time again when you study the history, when you study our history, American history, world history, seeds of hatred, seeds of anger, seeds of pride, seeds of pitting humans against humans have again perpetuated the world that we are in since the beginning. I have discussed this. If you understand what is true, not what the media tells you, not what the history books that we're given in middle or high school tell you, but when you go back deep, when you go to, and I'm gonna call a spade a spade, when you go to the word, when you go to the truth, and you understand where we come from, you see things clearly. And again, the last few days, I myself have gotten caught up a little bit in the culture, in the media, in certain things that are being promoted through social media, whatever it could be. But I've spoken on this before. We live in a world where we are not going to the roots. We are not going deep enough to understand where we come from, where the fruit that we are seeing on a day-to-day basis, where they originated. It all goes back to the garden. That's just the facts. That's just the truth. If you have never read the book of Genesis, you don't even got to read the whole Bible. Most people that are listening to this have never read the Bible. That's fine. Just read Genesis yourself. You don't have to get too far in the book to see the issues that are arising right now. Okay. But we're not going to get into all that. However, for me, talking to God this morning, above anything else, and it is not going to be the popular response, a lot of people ask, well, where do we go from here? What can I do from here? White people reaching out. What, 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 can, what conversations can be had? What can we do? A lot of people want to enact change. For me, like I listened, my man G told me, I don't know who said it, but we cannot have unification without going to the unifier, okay? There's only one unifier above all else. Above all else, him, the I am, Elohim, Jehovah, okay? The facts. I want to read something. Book of Mysteries. Book of Mysteries right here. Day 52. I could potentially mispronounce some of the words in here. It's just a one-pager. I encourage you to tap in. Listen to the words that are being said. Because at the end of the day, we can fight against the police. We can fight against each other, whatever it is. But there is only one judge, one jury, one sentencer. And that is the individual, the father, that we all, at the end of the day, are going to have to answer to. Again, that's the truth. It says here, the days that open the Hebrew month of Tishri, he said. So it's a, a student and a teacher interaction. The days that open the month of Tishri, he said, from the Feast of Trumpets to Yom Kippur, are viewed as the holiest time on the biblical calendar. Why? asked the student. They are the days of repentance. When the shofar sounds on the Feast of Trumpets, it signals that only 10 days remain 
until Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur is linked to the sealing of one's eternal destiny as on the Day of Judgment. But it's not just these two days that are considered most holy, but all ten. Together they are called the Yamin Norain, the days of awe or the awesome days. Why awesome? asked the student. Because their end is linked to the final day of judgment. So they declare that one doesn't have forever to repent or to make things right. One only has these days, these set days before it's all sealed. So they must be pretty intense, said the student. They are, said the teacher. During the days of awe, observant Jews do everything they can to get right with God, to make things right with others, to forgive and be forgiven, to repent, to seal up loose ends, and to right what was wrong. It all has to be finished before the sun sets on the eve of Yom Kippur. But does this apply to us now, I asked, in Messiah, asked the student. The days of awe are a shadow of something much greater, for the days you have on earth are not forever. They have an appointed end, and at their end comes eternity, beginning with the day of judgment, when your destiny is sealed for one eternity or the other. And the only time you have to determine that eternity are the days of this life, the days you have, you now have on earth. Once they end, it's all sealed. So these are the only days you will ever have to get right with God to make things right with others, and to right what is wrong. So if you would ever get right with God, get right with God now. If you would ever make things right with others, make things right with them now. If you would ever rise to your calling, rise now. And whatever good you would ever do in your life, do it now. For the time you have left on earth is nothing left than the Yamin Noraim, your days of all. Today's mission. Look at the remainder of your days of life in a new way as the Yamim Noreen. Get right with God and those in your life for today is a day of awe. What he is saying here is in this life, okay, we are born, we have a set date that we are born, we have a set date, date that we are going to die. That's the truth. That's, we are all going to die at some point and we can get caught up fighting these battles of flesh and blood fighting these battles of race against race fighting these battles against the police fighting these battles in politics whatever it is caught up in our sport caught up in our job caught up in money caught up in sex caught up in drugs whatever it is for you that becomes our identity however my encouragement is above all else because this is the message that a lot of pastors a lot of white pastors are asking what can I do what 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 can I say a lot of people especially a lot of believers what can we do the truth is this place is not eternal okay there's always going to be issues here there's always going to be battles to be fought here there's always going to be evil here for me God was reminding me that the highest calling we can have is to let people know who he is. That officer that killed George Floyd, 
he's going to have to answer not to me, not to you, not even to the judge. He's going to have to answer to the one. Okay. Myself, Joshua Grady, I have sins. I have things that I try to put in the coffin, things that I'm not proud of, things that have created enmity and separation with God, things that I have asked forgiveness for. And it's so easy for us to point fingers at others. It's so easy for us to get outraged at the crimes that others are committing especially as believers, and this is something God had to check me with. We get outraged at everything else going on in the world. The whole time, God is outraged with us for the sins that we are committing. And I'm going to call a spade a spade. If you're still getting drunk, you're a believer. You're creating enmity with God. If you're a man that you're suffering, watching porn, and masturbating, you're creating enmity with God. If you are a woman that is putting these materialistic purses and these items before God, you're creating enmity with him. If you are idolizing your job and spending more time focusing on your job than focusing on the Lord, you're creating enmity with him. My encouragement today is whoever you are, I'm 17 and a half minutes in. If you are still listening, something is probably stirring in your spirit to continue to watch. Above all else, get you right with the Lord. And you ain't got to fear, man. You know, for me, when I drive around, a cop pulls me over three years ago, I'd have been scared. Three years ago, I'd have been fidgety. I'd have been anxious. But I no longer fear, man, because there is only one to fear. You know, the Bible says, do not fear those who can kill the body. Fear the one that can kill the body and the soul. And for us, my encouragement is anybody listening, before we get all caught up in things of the world, get you right with the Lord. Get your house right with the Lord. Get the ones you care about the most right with the Lord. And everything else, you understand, we're only here for a blip, okay? We're only here for a blip in, re in respect to eternity. So my encouragement above anything else for you here, you listening, because at the end of it, you can only control you. We can do all these protests, we can educate, we can vote, and all the things I'm going to do, you know. I'm not against stepping out and creating the change that we want to see in the world. Proverbs tells us, speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. Speak up for justice. However, at the tippy top, there is only one, and we all are going to have to answer to him. Regardless of skin tone, we all bleed red. Jesus died for all of us, and that's what I got today. I love you all. Josh Grady, I'm out.